This is the Trey Blocker Show, starring Charlie Hodge and Trey Blocker. And now, here's Trey Blocker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Trey Blocker Show. I am uh, honored indeed to have in the studio today Mr. Rick Green, founder and president of Patriot Academy. Welcome, sir. Trey, appreciate it, man. Always good to be with you. Appreciate you having me on the show. Absolutely. It's it's good to see you again. I feel yeah. like it's been forever. Way too uh, long. Way too long. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about this show before we got started, and you were elected to the Texas House of Representatives as a state rep from Dripping Springs, Texas, back yeah. in 1999. The olden days. Yeah, Way like a, back. It was that like a long like time ago. Really long time ago. Yeah, yes. It was like a long time ago. <laughs> and when you got elected uh, to the House, I was uh, the legislative director for State Representative Susanna Hupp. Yes, yes. Um, Who was in, what, her second term, I guess? Her second term, so, yeah. right? Her second term. And had you been with her first term? I can't remember. I was not. Okay, so you you not. and I were there learning it together exactly. then. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Okay. So interestingly, and I, I, that, my memory got refreshed when I was looking at your bio, because it's in your bio, but about that time was when some trial lawyers across the country oh, had... Yeah gone to Los Angeles and New York and Chicago and Miami and these big democratic cities and and convinced them that they could sue gun manufacturers right. on their behalf for the gun violence in their cities and and hopefully make the cities millions if not billions of dollars right, right? and so, and wasn't Cuomo the HUD guy he was HUD or something I can't remember what he was Mario Cuomo yeah and he right. that and, and he that was part of his that's right he, he that's was right. pushing it too at the national level because that was when Clinton was in office and this is whole idea of it's your fault if you make something and somebody uses it inappropriately or illegally somehow it's your fault that's right it's yeah. the gun's fault for right. all the gun violence right. in these cities right. right but so they filed this lawsuit against the gun manufacturers and what you realized in your first term as a legislator and Susanna and I realized independently right we hadn't other, even talked about it hadn't even talked about it was that if something wasn't done then cities in Texas might jump onto this bandwagon and, and join this lawsuit against the gun manufacturers, which, as you and I realized at the time, was a threat to the Second Amendment. That's right, because right? if you put these guys out of business, you're literally taking away the market that you and I need to be able to go and, and purchase that weapon to defend our families, especially the cheaper guns that families that can't afford to go pay for a SIG or even a Glock were wanting to buy a two or $300 gun, it's starting to put those guys out of business. That's exactly right. So you had legislation drafted to prevent cities in Texas from joining this lawsuit. And completely separate and apart from that, Susanna and I were drafting legislation to do the same thing. And almost the exact same bills. I mean, almost right. the exact same language, everything, and we didn't even know the yeah, other ones. It was it. amazing. And I think, didn't we file them almost the same day or right behind each other or <laughs> I something, think too? Because so. right, I, I remember so. getting the call from you like, uh, yeah, I think we're on the same page here. We should meet. I remember sitting down with you right. and, and then sitting down with, with Representative Huff and right. and she was a sophomore and I was a freshman and I was going, oh, Suzanne, I really want to I really want to <laughs> charge on this bill. I'm excited about it. And so she right. graciously said, okay, you take the lead, but work with Trey because he'll help you. And you did. And we got yeah. it done. Yeah, got it passed. Yeah. Prevented cities in Texas from joining the lawsuit. But what we realized shortly thereafter is even though you got that bill passed, yeah. the legislature 
cities across the country kept joining that lawsuit, right. which still posed a threat. And that's when, you know, I think you and I talked and Susanna and, and Jerry Patterson, former land commissioner, talked and formed the Civil Liberties Defense Foundation. That's right. Uh, to sue the cities suing the gun manufacturers. I love it. Which sounds like a really bizarre idea, but it kept other cities from joining the lawsuit yeah. because then they had a downside. Up to this point, the trial lawyers were covering all the cost, yeah. right? And now they had a downside. They had to defend against right. the lawsuit. And, and part, this part of why I like you too, because it was offense-minded. Instead yes. of just sitting back and playing defense, you were saying, look, how can we prevent some of this by making sure they realize we're going to we're going to go to we're going to bat on this thing we're, we're and we're willing to go to the mat on this thing if necessary and right. you raise some money you got you know a great legal team put together and I think it did deter a lot of those guys from getting involved I agree I and, 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 and definitely one part of the PR battle because that was the sure. best way to make the argument for hey we're defending the Second Amendment we're defending people's rights and making sure that these guys don't don't put people out of business and I, I was thinking when you were saying that earlier some people listening may think well no Texas City I mean this is Texas <laughs> no Texas City right. but these big cities are not run by conservative Texas folks they're run by very liberal Texas folks so these That's city right. councils and these a lot of these attorneys that run a lot of the stuff behind the scenes for these cities they were all for this and Houston and Dallas really were we, sure. we were afraid they were going to jump on and we saw it whenever their legislators fought the legislation the only reason they would have fought the legislation is if they really did want to sue that's right that's yeah. right and not another city after we filed our lawsuit not another city in the United States joined mm. the lawsuit that's effective right there and then yeah. it all fell apart yeah. so I think we achieved our goal and uh, about that same time in 2000 you decided to uh, to found the Patriot Academy. Yeah. So yeah. tell out us about... You know, go ahead. Out of frustration, really. You okay. know, so I, tell us about the Patriot Academy. I, I was sitting on the House floor, and and, and I, I, I... Maybe like what was part of what you saw that first time, too. Um, it was a wake-up call. I, I really expected people to be there <clears throat> passionate about what they believed and really understand why they believed it. But there was so much finger to the wind, whatever's popular... And I, and I watched people that had said on the campaign trail, I'm a conservative, I'm a constitutionalist, all that good stuff, and then got there and they're voting for price fixing, they're voting right. for all these things. And so just out of frustration, I, was, I mean, I was a kid, I was 27 years old, you know, I called my dad from the House floor and I said, Dad, this is, I'm really disappointed. I, I, a lot of these people I thought were going to be really strong, passionate conservatives, make the you know, articulate the position of why this is a principle-based decision. They're not doing it. Right. And so my dad, he's, he says, now this is 99, so right. we think of the context right. of who's president at the time, the scandal that had just occurred in the White House, and my dad says to me, he says, well, Rick, you need to do what Bill Clinton did. Of course, my immediate thought is, <laughs> I can see why that be, would be confusing. I'm not sure what you're talking about here, Dad, <laughs> but uh, could you explain? And he says, no, seriously, he said, in Arkansas, Bill Clinton had this thing called the Governor's School. And while he was governor, he would bring in the best and brightest young people from all over the state huh. for about three weeks, and they indoctrinated them with liberal philosophy and essentially connected them into their movement from a very young age when they were developing their worldview. He said, why can't you bring students in and teach them the truth about our founding fathers, teach them the Constitution, teach them all these things? And I said, well, you know, I went to a, a not a camp, it was a school like that when I was 19 called the Young, uh, it was from Young America's Foundation, they called it the Conservative Student Conference. Okay. And we didn't actually go to the legislature and, you know, play representative, but right. we did have great speakers. I mean, I remember I was 19, it was Newt Gingrich, Dinesh D'Souza, sure. all these great conservative minds, right. and they were sowing into us as, you know, late teenagers, college, law students. And I went home going, 
it's cool to be a conservative. It's actually okay to think about this stuff sure. at my age. Sure. And so it had a big impact on my desire to be involved. So I took dad's idea that he was telling me about Clinton's governor school and what I had experienced, and we just put it together and said, okay, we're gonna bring in students from 16 to 25, really right when they're really kind of figuring out what do I believe about the world? Sure. What do I think is the right way to govern? Bring them into the state capitol and let them actually live the life of a legislator. So put them on the House floor. I'd seen things like Boyce State and, and some of these right. opportunities where people got to actually go out on the House floor. So I said, why don't we put them in committee late at night? Let them go through, just like what you and I have seen in the That's legislature, right. have those late night hearings, don't get much sleep, right? <laughs> Debate bills for hours at a time. But at the same time, be learning what did the founders say about this and have a good foundation for where we're coming from. So we began to, we, we call it a biblical, historical, and constitutional perspective. We take those three things, and as they're debating the bills, we try to teach them as they go, kind of like being in the crucible or the, the my friend Nathan Macias, who runs Patriot Academy now, he, he calls it the, the leadership laboratory okay. of a legislative session. Right. So they don't have to want to be a legislator. They could want to go make movies. In fact, a lot of our graduates, that's what they do. They're making movies or they're in journalism or whatever. But we use the legislature to be the place where they're learning these things. And it's it's exciting. I mean, it's it's so cool to see these young people passionate about the issues of the day sure. and actually participate. And if you sit in the gallery and you watch our legislative session, you'll think it's the real session. I mean, they use all the right phrases. Okay. The speaker's got the rhythm down. I mean, it sounds nice. and looks just like a real session, but they're learning good principles. Right, right. And so... Uh, you know, looking at, at the Patriot Academy website, which what is the website address? Patriotacademy.com. Patriot and, and that's Academy. got all of our different academies and also give you a little bit of background. The best part's the videos. If you go watch those videos at Patriotacademy.com, you get They're to incredible. see them in action. And, right. and that's Patriot right. Academy grads making those videos too. Sure, <laughs> so. sure. And, and so the great thing about that is, like you said, they may not have any intention of ever running for office, but, right. but you are teaching them the Constitution, right. uh, the biblical basis of our government. Right. And, and so no matter what, they're, what they go on to do, you have taught them to think critically. That's right. Which I don't feel our schools, even our universities, are doing today. Yeah. It's more about indoctrination than That's being right. able to think on your own. It so. is. It's just repetition and memorizing, and you're not really thinking through that process. And that's really one of the coolest things you'll see at Patriot Academy is the iron sharpening iron of them making each other better, right? right. So it's just like legislation. You bring a bill and you think you got all the answers, <laughs> and you don't want everybody questioning and changing. But then after they do, you go, oh, wait a minute. I didn't think about the consequences of that. You're right, that's good, and it makes your bill better. And so they see that both in their legislation, but also their skills. They really improve on their skills. And, and I do encourage them, because sometimes they'll watch those videos, students will watch that, and they'll be thinking about coming to Patriot Academy, but they'll see the high level of competency that you see in those videos, and they'll think, <laughs> I don't know if I wanna go. You know, these kids are gonna run circles. Sure. And they don't run. Most of our students have never done anything like this, so I always encourage them, don't be intimidated by that. Right. Trust me, by the end of the week, you're gonna be the one up there, if you wanna be. Because some students, my oldest kid, he doesn't like being up front. So he's okay. a behind the scenes, make the deals, work the legislation, right. you know, get the votes kind of a person. He didn't want to be on the mic. My, my middle and my youngest, they want to be on the mic. So <laughs> they don't get between them and the camera, right? But I mean, everybody's different. And that's what we try to that's tell right. the students. You've all got different skills and desires. Look for what, what God's put in your heart and what you're good at. And we just want to help you do well at whatever you're going to do. But we want everybody that comes to the program to just be a good citizen. So whether you're going to go make movies or go into politics or be an educator, going to business, whatever you're going to do, we just want you to be a good citizen. And so, like you said, teaching them to critically think, being able to listen to candidates when they're debating and actually right. 
have an inkling of what they're talking about and be able to pick through the, the fluff that we always hear and really figure out what does that person really stand for right. and does that match up with what I believe so that I can then support that person. That's a big part of what we try to get them to learn. Sure. So the Patriot Academy has been extremely successful uh, to the point that you now do regional academies yeah. across the country, right? We got drafted. You know, for years, I would have these other legislators or even sometimes governors saying, we really want that in our state. Will you bring it to our state? I say, no, no, you got to come to Texas. You got to come to Mecca. <laughs> you come to Texas and then, then your students come back to your state. Right. And so that's what, how we did it for 10 years. Okay. And then this guy up in Idaho, he, he finally convinced me. He said, I'll raise the money and we'll put on a program in Idaho. And so I, I said, you send some students to Texas first. We have some alumni to start it with. Okay. And, he, and they did it. And so that kind of kicked us off. And so now we're in Idaho which has a really cool capital. And, and of course, all great things come from Texas. Their engineers came to Texas, checked out our capital extension, oh, and really? then went back and designed theirs. <laughs> like I did not know so that. Idaho's capital okay. is like a mini Texas capital. That's awesome. Which is cool for Patriot Academy because it's a lot quicker walking from places <laughs> to places. You know how big <laughs> our capital smaller. Is. Yeah, I don't get as much of a workout there. So Idaho, where else? Idaho, Arizona. So okay. we go sweat it out in Arizona in the middle of the summer. Oof. And then we do Florida, and so, so we kind of a regional deal. So our northwest regional is, is Idaho, our, our southwest is Arizona. We have students come to that one from California and Utah and all over. And then we go out to Florida for our southeast, and we get Georgia and a couple other states that, that join us there. And then Delaware is our northeast one. Okay. And then we're opening uh, Virginia later this year. So it'll be our first time in Virginia in September. But just got back from Delaware. That's maybe my favorite one, or at least one night at Delaware is my favorite because we actually drive up to Philly and oh, do wow. Patriot Academy in Independence Hall and Congress Hall. So they walk in the steps of the founders. Which, that's amazing. You know, for me, that's like being at Disneyland. You know, <laughs> I'd rather be there than Disneyland. Sure. So it's pretty sure. cool. And so your <clears throat> National Patriot Academy is coming up uh, next month, is that right? That's right. So these students, they don't have to go to a regional. Some of our national students, it's their first time. But a lot of those students that have gone to these programs around the country, which are only three days, they'll come to this National Academy, and at the Texas Capitol, we go a full seven days. So it's a chance to go a little deeper with them. Uh, they, they, you know, I didn't mention at the beginning, we really shoot for three things with the students. Number one is, is the right philosophy of government. How did the founders design this system? What is a constitutional republic? Why is this a better system? So kind of a philosophy of how this should work. Right. And then two is skills. We do a lot of training on public speaking. How do you work a room? How do you get rapport with people? How do you pitch your business if you're going to go into business or your legislation if you're going to? So a lot of it's skills, just teaching them good leadership skills. Uh, and and, and that, that part, I think, is probably what will stick with them more than anything else. And then the process is the third thing. Like I was saying, they, they really, you, you'll be coaching one of our committees and you'll, you'll, right. you'll see them. They'll, they learn the right phrases. They make the motions the right <laughs> way. First couple of nights, it's a little choppy. Sure. But by the last night, man, it's, it's just like a real session. So those awesome. three things, they're covering a lot. And what we get to do at National is bring in a lot of cool speakers from around the country. Jeremy Boring's going to be with us this year. He's the guy that does Friends of Abe out in Hollywood, the conservative okay. group out there. And he's been once before, and they, they loved him. Cliff Graham's going to be one of our, of our guests this year. He writes the novels on David's Mighty Men that are really gritty, good. They're great stories. He's got a Hollywood movie coming out that's going to be like a... I don't know, Gladiator meets Lord of the Rings with David's <laughs> Mighty Men, which I always, I've always wanted to see that. You know? So anyway, he does some cool stuff. David Barton will be with us and Chris Dunham, and we've had Matt Walsh and some others. So right. we get some cool speakers that come in, and and you know by the end of the week, they have really come a long ways. I mean, I watch these students. Sometimes they'll come in, and 
afraid to even get close to that microphone. And by the end of the week, man, they're up there in the fight, you That's know, great. really engaging. So and you also cool. have a bunch of legislators come in and talk yeah. to these folks and kind of coach them, right? No doubt. And that's the cool thing for the students is they get to be around the people that are actually doing this. So right. real legislators, former legislators, and then some that are serving now, House and Senate both. Sometimes statewide officials will come by. We'll have a Supreme Court justice come swear them in. So oh, even on great. the first day, it'll be, it'll feel like a real, a real you know, legislature is starting. Right. And we also do one of the old traditions. Most state legislatures, all the original 13, for the first 150 years, they would when they would start their legislative session, they'd get the House and the Senate and the governor, lieutenant governor, everybody in the chamber, and a pastor would come in and give what they called a charge. It's a short message oh, wow. on, hey, you know, guys, go do the right thing, basically. Sure. Right. And so we did that at the beginning of Patriot Academy. We've done it ever since. So we'll actually gather them all together for the swearing in. Got a really cool pastor from down in Midfield, Texas. He's a Marine. He's really fiery. You know, it really gets them fired up. So he'll do a charge for them that first session. That'll be cool as, as well. That's incredible. So what is the application process for Patriot Academy? Not real difficult. All they do is a few essays. So they get online, patriotacademy.com. They, they do uh, three essay topics that we just ask for short essays to see how their critical thinking is, right. get some recommendation letters. And then we, we really encourage parents not to just write a check for their tuition, but get the student to go raise their money and oh, learn great. that experience of, you know, if a student sits down and says, hey, Trey, I'm investing freedom by investing in me. I want to go learn right. how to be a leader. Can you contribute? 50 bucks or whatever. If they do that, now they've got 10, 15, 20 people that have literally invested in their life. Right. They're starting their network. You know, sure. they may only be 17 now, but that's 10, 12, 15 people that if they'll stay in touch with them, if they do run for office Those someday, are future donors. Future donors, man. Future, future, you know, investors in their business that's or whatever right. they're gonna sure. do. So it's a great way to begin their their network. But you know, sometimes last minute and parents will go ahead and cut the check. But right. I just think that fundraising part. Most of us conservatives are, are terrible at fundraising because we're we're of the mindset of I need to do this on my own. Right. And we forget that that person that's a donor, that's how they participate. And so that's we right. got to flip that switch in our head to say I'm helping this person sure. participate in the process. They're looking for good candidates or good causes, but it's hard for us as conservatives because we're you know we're we're used to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and do it on your own. So let me ask you this: What what if you have a student of of meager means yeah. and maybe not much of a network to go raise that money? Do you have a way to? to hook these applicants up with potential sponsors or, or donors, so to speak, yeah. and, and let them go pitch these donors and, and raise the money? No, that's a great point. We, we, we don't actually connect them directly with a person typically because they're all over the country, but right. we, we coach them. So we'll okay. give them a list of, of ideal places to go, local you know, officials. Okay. Usually a local city councilman or a state rep. It's an opportunity for them to take a picture with the kid, donate the money, you get, right. you're in the paper, right? <laughs> but it's also a chance to invest in a, a local constituent in, in, in that way, or your your local businessmen. So we'll, we'll kind of coach them through different ways to do it uh, to help them out. And then we have scholarships too, so that we have some folks that donate that don't have a student in mind right. and just say, hey, if you've got a student, you can donate to, the, to that student. So we, we a lot of times we try to do a half scholarship, not a full scholarship. That way they still get the experience of raising some of the money. Right. But like right. a student like what you're talking about, that's a it's a tough hill to climb, especially sure. when you got summer. You know, you're going to church camp too. You got college coming up. Right. So you got all this stuff going on in the summer. So we get it. It's it's sometimes difficult. Sure. So the age range for the applicants is what? 16 to 25. Okay. So basically your last 25. two years of high school, college students, law students. Some former military have come on that one if they did you know, a four-year stint in the military. So and you're now starting a, a, a Patriot Academy just for veterans? Yes, because of a couple of Marines that came through when they were younger and afterwards said, 
Now I know what I was fighting for. I get oh, it wow. now. You know, by yeah. seeing the inside, the belly of the beast, I see what this value system is mm -hmm. of, of our form of a constitutional republic. That's what I was defending when I was out there in the trenches fighting. Right. And when, when I heard it, it was actually a young lady from San Antonio, when I heard her say that, I thought, man, that's, that's valuable. That's, that's got, I mean, that, for, for a young, especially a young person coming out of the military that's trying to figure out what do I want to do next, this could be a great experience. And then we, we always do a, a ceremony at the end of Patriot Academy where we've, in the past, we brought in veterans and really cool World War II veterans, POWs, I mean, really cool deal. And they ceremonially pass the torch to the students on the last night. Oh, wow. And they basically say to them, I was willing to die for your freedom. It's time for you to go live it. And so as a result of that ceremony, I had some young Marines that had come up from, from San Antonio, uh, from the burn unit there, that afterwards, they, it was one of them that actually said to me, you got to do one of these for us. Sure. You need, we want one where it's all military vets, where we can debate the issues of the day and learn what's the next way I can serve my country. Wow. And so we've been thinking about it for three or four years, and finally this year we had two donors that stepped up and said, hey, we'll cover it for the vets. So our vets are coming for, they pay a $99 application fee, and that's it. Their hotel to Doubletree is covered, their meals are covered, the tuition, the whole nine yards. And they'll literally be the Senate. So it's going to be kind of cool. We'll have the students, 16 to 25, filling okay. up the House over on the okay. House side of the, the Capitol. And then over on the Senate, we're going to have 30 veterans that are that are going to be debating it over That's there great. so it's gonna be cool That's great that'll be really cool and then you also have a citizen track for individuals who are old yeah right? over, like the, age of, <laughs> <laughs> over the age of 25 right who, who want to learn because unfortunately even people my age or your age don't necessarily have a great understanding of the Constitution and our founding fathers and those principles, right. and so they need to learn as well. They do, and they're and they're hungry right now. They they they're watching what's happening with the country, and they're going, okay, I got to do something. What can I do? And a lot of times we just get angry, and we just we we want to you know we want something to change. We want the 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 slouch towards socialism to stop, and we want right. to do something about it, but we don't know what to do. And so the citizen track gives people over 25 the chance to come in. They get to go through all the same training as the students. Okay. But instead of being on the floor debating as a legislator, they literally serve as a essentially a lobbyist, a citizen activist lobbyist. And so during the committee meetings, we coach them on how to get up and testify on a bill. How do you go speak in favor of something that you want to pass? And how do you go try to kill a bill <laughs> that, right. you, that you want to kill? How does this process work? So they really learn that process part, but they also learn how to build relationships with legislators. It's so important, I think, for us to know. I think we sometimes think that state rep or that state senator, I could never get a meeting with them, right. or I could never actually talk to them, when in fact, if you're polite and you're professional and you... And, and a constituent. And a constituent, right. if they don't sit down and talk to you, they're, they're crazy, <laughs> right? So That's right. there's an opportunity there, and, and certainly if you do it right. So we got, we got some great coaching, got some wonderful people that are coming in to help train the, the citizen uh, track as well. And it helps the students. It makes the student experience at Patriot Academy more real because they have all these people testifying in committee. So is the, the citizen track is being run parallel with with the That's right. regular Patriot, Patriot Academy. Exactly right. Okay. They, they'll all be there the same week. So the veterans will be there, yep. the students will be there, and then the citizen track will be there. That's going to be an amazing week. It's going to be an incredible week. My, our executive director, Nathan Macias, also a former legislator. Uh, he's he's going to be the one keeping all the trains on time, so I'm sure he's going to sleep for a month when this is over because we've got all three of those going <laughs> at once. <laughs> so, so the question my audience is thinking right now is, is it too is late it to too sign late? up? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, it's close. If they sign up, I mean, I'm not kidding. I mean, I know everybody always says, call now. Or, you know, right. but in all seriousness, this will be 
August 1st through the 5th. So the citizen track and the military track will come in on Tuesday afternoon okay. and go through Saturday. So that's literally coming up. Right. And I, I know we have some citizen track slots left. I know I had at least four military track slots left. So if you have some listeners interested in, in either of those, please get online, patriotacademy.com, get that application filled out immediately. For the military track, it's, it's literally just $99 and you're in. We've got your room, everything's taken care of. For the citizen track, it's $300 that covers all your meals, your tuition, but it doesn't cover a room, so you have to figure out your housing. With the special session the governor called, rooms are a little right. harder to find than they were before <laughs> the special session. But <laughs> I, I bet they are. Well, I, I know uh, based on the feedback that I get from my audience, a lot of people are frustrated. I think a lot of people would be interested in Patriot Academy. So I will do this. Yes. This is going to be our uh, our, our late night infomercial, <laughs> infomercial sales pitch. Do we need a but wait? There's more. <laughs> no but wait. There's more for the low cost of 99 It For the first five people who sign up for this year's Patriot Academy and mention the Trey Blocker Show, I will cover all their costs. No way. I will cover all their costs. We did not talk costs. about this before we, did we got in there. We not talk about this before. Are you serious? Absolutely. So five citizen track five folks. Five citizen track folks who go to patriotacademy.com. All right, listeners, I hope you're listening carefully. This is incredible. <laughs> so you're going to sponsor five citizen track folks. I will folks. sponsor five people for this Get year's Patriot online Academy. online now, patriotacademy.com. Okay. Trey, that's awesome, man. Happy Thank you. Happy to do it. I mean, this is important. This yeah. is really important, and I'd like to see more people get involved well you and me both and that and that's I, I think I think we both share the same vision of an, an informed citizenry you know Absolutely. our Constitution actually says that's why we have public education our, our Texas Constitution is an informed citizenry and you see the same thing I see you talk to the people that listen to your program they're hungry to learn more they want to know what they can do here's a hands-on opportunity right there at the state capitol I mean it's just cool right. in and of itself you're gonna be walking the halls of the legislature out there in those committee rooms on the house floor and plus, you're going to be sowing into these young people. So you're going to be learning yourself, right. but you're also going to be helping to raise up a new generation of patriots. Absolutely. And, and you know, we as Texans take this for granted, but this is the most beautiful capital in the no country. No question about yeah. it, man. And we've been doing these Patriot Academies, so now I'm seeing more and more of these capitals. Texas has everything <laughs> best, no doubt about it. <laughs> All right. So PatriotAcademy.com. That's it. First five people to go and sign up on the Citizen Track. I will cover all the costs. I love it. All, all right. right. You, you so, patriots out there, y'all get online, and then we'll be singing the Trey Blocker Show praises at Patriot <laughs> Academy. <laughs> so uh, I want to shift gears yeah. quickly. We're running out of time, but you have started something that I think is really cool, and it's a, it's a reality-based television show called Chasing American Legends. Yeah. Uh, tell the audience about that and how it got started. Man, we, we have a blast doing this, too. I tell you, we get to go see some really cool stuff around the country. And it really started because you know, I travel and speak, and I take my family with me, and my kids get up and teach on the Constitution and whatnot. And, and we'd been posting pictures on Facebook of some really cool places we got to go right. as we were even investigating some of these stories. And we put it on Facebook and people say, well, I wish, you know, I wish I could go there. And so we started thinking, well, maybe we got to start filming some of the stuff we're doing. And so we did some little things like that. And then some producers came to us and said, hey, we think this would be a cool show. So we did a 12-episode season and we got to go. Our kids marched with the Minute Minute Lexington. So oh, we wow. were there that morning as the first shot is fired. I mean, it was, and I told that story a million times speaking, but to stand there on the Lexington Green right. while the British are coming over the hill and the drums, oh. oh, it was unreal, man. It was great. So we did Lexington. We did the Alamo. 
Alamo. We went down to Gonzales, okay. learned about the Gonzales 32 and all the great story that, behind that and the role Gonzales played in their Texas Revolution, went out to the Alamo. We got a comedian named Brad Stein that does a lot of the episodes right. with us, so it keeps it fun. You know, yeah. Usually history's boring to people. And I just wanted to say, look, history's not boring, it's incredible. These stories sure. are amazing. And I, I hated history in high school and college. I, I had no interest in it. Cause now you all, sound like David Barton now. He's the one that got me excited. You know, this guy actually, somebody gave me a cassette tape of David Barton. A cassette, a cassette tape? These little white uh, things. You that aged you know, yourself, Rick Green. <laughs> you, know, you remember how when they would break and you had to get a pencil and you do the little, you know, and then you had to tape them together. It was always fun. Anyway, somebody gave me one of those and I'm listening to that in my truck back in, I don't know, 93, 94. And all of a sudden, for the first time, somebody's actually telling the stories of the people that experienced the history. So now I'm seeing it through that person's eyes instead of memorizing dates and names. Got me excited about it, and that's what we want to do with Chasing American Legends, is actually let people learn these incredible mysteries and his, from history and, and cool stories. Washington getting shot four times you know, in, in the Battle of Monongahela right. at 23. We go investigate that to find out, is that real, did that really happen? Then we reenact it with comedian Brad Stein being George Washington and us using paintball guns. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we have a fun. blast doing How it. How do I sign up for that? <laughs> yeah, you get to come shoot Brad Stein if you, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a cool show. It's, it's fun. Uh, you can, same thing, well, you can go to Patreon, actually go to rickgreen.com if you okay. want to get a copy of the show. It aired on a bunch of stations last year. It's on Dove Channel right now and also on Pure Flix. But uh, we're, we're, we're making some little mini videos right now from about Ronald Reagan and Abraham Lincoln and some other stuff. So we have a blast with it. We, we just want people to enjoy their history and, and learn where we came from. Absolutely. Well, Rick, thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for coming on the Trey Blocker Show. Absolutely. And uh, I look forward to seeing you at Patriot Academy next month. And typically, as, as pursuant to our tradition on the show, we like to end each episode with a quote uh, that our guest brings in, whether it be a Bible verse or a quote from a president or anything of that sort. And I'm not sure I warned you of that, <laughs> but if you have a quote or something you'd like to share with the audience, please do. Our theme at Patriot Academy is that that you know we don't freedom is not automatically protected. It can it can go away very quickly. So Ronald Reagan, of course, said it better than I could ever say it. He said, "Freedom is never more than one generation away." from extinction. So we can lose freedom even in our lifetime, Trey. So we've got to raise up a generation that gets it, that's passionate about it, and that will protect it for future generations. And that's what we do at Patriot Academy. So let's not forget that it can be lost. Let's do our part. I'm going to add one more for you if you don't mind. Sure. John Hancock, he said, I urge you by all that is dear, by all that is sacred, by all that is honorable, not only to pray, but to act. So Absolutely. yes, we got to pray for our country, but we got to act too. And part of that acting is learning ourselves, taking the action to become good citizens again, understand what freedom's about, and then pass that torch to the next generation. We have to get involved. Amen. We can't just sit on the sidelines. No doubt. Rick Green, thanks for coming on the show. Again, patriotacademy.com. Thanks, Trey. Thank you, sir. This has been the Trey Blocker Show. If you like what you heard, please visit TreyBlocker.com for more episodes and a chance to donate and support the show. Thank you for listening.